to Two Queens and Crystal Things, the, the podcast where we are on some Manifest Your Life, Shift Your Mind, and Raise the Consciousness type of shit. I am Mia. And I'm Christy, and you can consider us your spiritual girlfriends for the next hour. <laughs> okay, so last week we talked about the pandemic and how it affected our everyday lives. Now, regardless of how anyone perceives the pandemic, we can all agree that it has changed everyone's life forever. Never. We're never going back to what we considered normal. It's a new um, normal. Yeah, it is our new normal. So we, we talked about that. Hope you all had a chance to listen to that. Mia, what are we talking about today? Okay, so today we're going to pontificate, okay? Pontificate. A bit. Yes, yes. On a few what-if questions. But, you know, we're going to do like the spiritual version. So, I was thinking about the type of questions I get from clients and friends as they're, you know, kind of struggling to make sense of or recognize the divinity within them. So, for instance, the idea that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Like, just that concept in and by mm-hmm. itself. That could be a little difficult to grasp. Right. So, but if we allowed our mind to stretch just a little bit, and start imagining, okay, but what if, what if I really am a spiritual being having what a human experience? What does that mean about my life? So we're going to go through a few what if questions on some concepts that come up often as people are connecting with the divinity within them. So Christy, we're going to start off with this question. When you think about that concept, about being a, of seriously being a spiritual being mm-hmm. in the human body, you know, what would it look like for you if you're like, okay, this is this is actually true? What does that mean for you? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Why you just sound like Winnie the Pooh? So when I think about it, so when I think about a spiritual being versus a human being, I think of the spiritual being like lives for eternity, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with the human being, there is an infinite amount of time that you are holding space in the physical this earth and so when I think about that concept it it reminds me that even though my experience here on earth and the physical like in 3d mm-hmm. even though it may even though it is for a bit of time my spirit my soul is what continues on regardless so right it helps me to prioritize things like girl you're fine like it's all right death is death is inevitable we are born to die mm-hmm. um, but it just makes me realize that my human life is it, it makes me prioritize my spiritual uh, aspect. Makes, gotcha, you know? because, you know, that's the part that lasts forever. Right. Oh, I get that. Yeah. You know, I, um, as you were talking, it made me think about if, if we look at this human experience... As a piece of a, a as a piece of our full life, oh, but think of it like, so think of it like when you're in high school, that four years in high school is a, a piece blink. of blink, but it has but it has but it means so much. Mm-hmm. It does so much for us. There's so much that comes with that, but truly, it's really only four years of of this life. Right. So, when you think of this human experience, it's like you're in high school. It, it's really that fast and that minute and that just that but it but it means so much so I like how you're saying like it helps you prioritize your spirituality Ooh, that's a mm, that's a good one I like that a lot but okay so let's 
So it makes me think about ourselves. It's like, okay, this this is if, like let's let's go down a rabbit hole. Fine. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. As a human being, aware of my spirituality, I understand the limitations yes. that come with being human. Right. Yep. So then that makes me think, why would I do this? You know what I mean? Like, okay. We all ask ourselves that question. No, but seriously, but so that means, but as a spiritual being, I made a decision to be here and have this human experience. Mm -hmm. And so when I start to feel like, what what the heck is going on? The fact that I had an option to be in this form, in this life, to come to this high school in my life. At this point in time. At this point in time. Makes me feel like I came for purpose and reason. And I feel like everybody can look at you know kind of look can look at it like that it's just okay if i really am a spiritual being so that means i like i i chose to come down in this little package right here yeah oh, okay well that means that i that i had a reason for coming so that's what that's what I'm, like if i if i realize like okay let me just go down this rabbit hole yeah. it's so true though and i so there is this one comment um that was made in one of my Angela Reiki classes and she was saying you know human life our human life is fragile and Mm -hmm. there are some challenges but if you think about it your entire human life is only a blink of your soul's entire lifetime and I was just thinking about that like it's just so the stuff that we want to stress over and worry about in this lifetime is just like it's it's a blink literally a blink it's look at if our life is a blink these things that we stress about is is not even a, a, a <laughs> it's not even a, like it's not even an eyelash falling off. I don't even know how to describe it. It's not, such, not even a speck of dust. Right. It, seriously. Um, okay. So how about this one? What if let's go down the rabbit hole and imagine you know let's just, let your mind be free. What if we really aren't the only beings in this universe? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I believe that. Oh, I definitely believe it, yeah. too. But when I feel it? like, I mean, and the funny thing is, growing up, my father used to always say it. He would say, we are very silly mm. and we're very selfish if we think that we are the only things that exist in this vast universe. Like, he was like, imagine how large the universe is. Like, you can't even comprehend how we large can't. it is. So it's, for us to think oh that, God, I, I, I always think, I always used to say, it's so narcissistic of humans to believe that we are the only intelligent beings in this entire universe. I have this um, this book. Um, what I don't remember. It's like the mysteries of the universe. It's a cute little table book. But one on one of the pages, they put the planets mm-hmm. next to each other, and then like the galaxies, and so from small to large. And when you even even if you look in in just this solar system which is one galaxy out of several galaxies earth is so freaking small so for us compared to like jupiter or compared to the sun and then when you look at our galaxy compared to other galaxies it's it boggles the mind that we would think out of all of this out here that we are the only intelligent beings in all of this right like are you kidding (laughs) me for real for real um but why do you think so why do you think people are hesitant to the idea that there are other intelligent beings well 
So I will say as humans, and I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but we need to see, taste, touch, mm -hmm. smell. Mm -hmm. There needs to be something tangible there. And so for us to be able to even have the, con the concept or the idea that there's something outside of us living out there, mm -hmm. like we need to be able to see. Right. I mean, of course, there are some people who have had experiences, but for the most part, the general population has never seen, touched, tasted, nothing. So I think that's why it's hard because it's not tangible. Interesting. So I, I, I think that one of the reasons that we're resisting to it, resistance, excuse me, to it is because that means that we truly don't have as much control as we think we do. That means that the things that we believe to be true about the world are not true. Yep. So that rocks the core of who we believe we are. So. If, 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 if I am someone who's very resistant to that and I start to go down the rabbit hole, like, okay, fine, fine. There are other people out here. And maybe they're contacting us. So, man, they can get to us and we can't get to them. What if they're hostile? And if that's really true... That's true, too. Our control. government can't yeah. help us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes... It, it, makes it, it can make can someone feel like I have no control over anything. And... Our government can't protect us from something that can come in from galaxies away, and we're not going out there. And if our government doesn't want us to know this, that must be for a reason. So now I'm living in fear. So instead of me being afraid of, if I'm an American citizen, I'm afraid of other countries and wars like that. And I feel like, you know, my government, this military can protect me. Mm -hmm. They can't protect us from this. Right. So that, that, that can instill some type of fear for people who need to believe in something to identify themselves. Then it's like, nothing is real. Like, wait, so you trying to, you ever seen that movie, um, oh God, was it a woozle or something? One of those Dr. Seuss um, movies. Mm -hmm. And this, this elephant, he has a little flower. Oh, I remember. I know, that, that, what is the name of that movie? Uh, let me see. Mm. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it was, uh, let's see. Horton Hears a Who? Mm. Horton Hears a Who. So, you know, he's saving this flower because, you know, there's a whole world down there. What if we're the flower for something else? What if, you know, these, you know, beings are coming down and they're, you know, just looking and, you know, we're the who's and there's a Horton out there looking at us or a bunch of Hortons. That, that, that can make you feel extremely insignificant, especially if you don't know how to attach yourself that, you know, everything that comes from one, so it can't yeah. be insignificant. But if you're just not even at that place, you can feel like, okay, so let me get, why am I paying you? Why am I working? Like, I'm so confused. Like, there's literally an elephant out there that could accidentally stumble on us. So then do you think people purposefully then ignore it? The, Absolutely. Ignore the possibility? Yes. The same, way, so the same way women ignore when they know that their husband is cheating. Um, whoops. The so, same way. Mm, I don't want to mm. deal with that. That may, That's going to make me feel... But you know, oftentimes when, when stuff when stuff hits the fan, women are—they're not like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. We just don't want to deal with it right at the time, and I want to give you a chance to please prove me right on who I thought you were. So maybe this is a misstep, but we're not stupid. It's true. 
We be knowing. We be knowing or whatever. What you got? Um. Okay, so what if everything really is just energy? Which, of course, I absolutely believe. I, I know. <laughs> but, but how do you, if someone is trying to, okay, let me try to connect with the concept that everything is energy. What does that mean? So you're trying to tell me this table that we're sitting at that I can feel and touch and it makes noises, it has some structure, it has some form. You're trying to tell me this is energy? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, we learned this do, in school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we learned this in school. Like, we learned it in physics. We learned, like, all of this stuff. But I still feel like for some, for a lot of people, it's really hard to grasp. Well, because if everything is energy, then that means that, you know, ener- like energy will attract like energy. So when I start Which looking at the people around me, and I feel like they have some fucked up energy. What does that say about me and my energy? You got some fucked up energy. <laughs> Facts. If everything is energy, then why don't I have the things that I desire? If everything is energy, how do I control it? I can't touch that. And if every, you know, especially since we are so accustomed to own, to only dealing within our five senses and yep. we know we have more and and truth be told we're even dull to those five senses yes we, yeah, are. we don't even know how to master those i don't know if we had talked about it yeah we talked about it i feel like last week like just how we've gotten how society has trained us to rely on other things other mm-hmm. than ourselves yes yes we did talk about that a little bit like think about when you were growing up and you could remember all of your girlfriend's phone numbers by heart by heart that's and it fast. was not like you didn't have to like pause like wait what mm-hmm. now I I don't even know my own child's number no, I was just <sighs> trying to think I think I know it I think I know Jay's number I think I know it but it's not like I think I know your number I think well I, I the only phone number I mean if someone keeps a number for a while I, yeah. I know but if someone has and they change it I don't know it anymore I still know my parents' phone number. Yeah, my parents had the same phone number growing up, so the number is still the same. People from high school still remember that number. But that was a regular occurrence. Hey, oh, you know what else we used to know? Were pe- people's addresses. Yeah. Yep. Like, if you, right now, if you wanted to send an invitation via mail to people. I'm going to have to call you. <laughs> I'm going to have to call you. <laughs> to you to send you send out me, a, you send me your address. Your address. Yeah. We had address books with people's addresses in them. Shit, I got one back. Do you remember? Like, you knew how to get places. (laughs) And I have to use the navigation for every single thing. Seriously. When I think about it. Absolutely. I'm like, how do we, we just knew, figured out where to go. It's like we we had some sense of direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's gotten lost. So, I mean, just going back to us losing our five senses, like having those senses numb down, it is so true. So, so true. But tap, so, but if everything is energy, again, that makes me feel like, well, how do I control energy? What is it about humans that we feel like we have to control or master something, you know, take over it? 
or something to in order to feel comfortable with it instead of feeling instead of figuring out how it is that we're one I think when we stop trying to figure out I have to manipulate this I have to change this I have to force this I have to conquer this that's when truly the consciousness as a collective raises we start trying to we oh my goodness wait I was gonna say as we start to come to grips with the idea that we truly are one part of Mm -hmm. one from one that changes everything so I saw this post about this thing called the human library I posted this today oh I think I saw that so the idea is you know you can go to the library and instead of checking out books you can check out a person Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes and hear their life story and so everyone would have a title so someone could say refugee and you'd be like okay I'm going to take out this refugee book and I want to hear their story someone you know, divorcee or abuser or the, uh, an abuse, whatever it is that, the, you know, one word and someone gets to kind of just go into your book, the story mm-hmm. of your life and truly understand. Because I think things like this are, that was beautiful to me. I'm like, that is so freaking dope. Um, I think things like this help us recognize that we have more in common. Yes. Then and I think that's another reason why they came up with it. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I think that's another reason why they came up with the concept because it'll help to level the playing field and realize that you know we're like because the, at the end of the day we all have the same desires, yeah. and and when I, I'm saying the feeling, not we want the same thing, but we all want to feel safe. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel secure. Everybody wants to feel loved. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know what I mean. Now, what that looks like for you is right. different, but the, just that general basic concept. But you know, going back to what you were saying, as far as why do humans feel like you know we have to conquer? Mm-hmm. That was part of our survival. You know, mm. and I don't think now. I mean, now I don't. I, we can all survive, but I think it's just. I mean, I feel like it's so ingrained in us now. But it's really just, it's a huge paradigm shift for us to acknowledge that we are all one. There is no need to conquer. So, was it part of our, I mean, was it part of our survival? Or is it just the evolution of who we are? Because when you think about the Dutch, the Portuguese, the English, leaving where they are, the resources that they have and figuring out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. And there was someone who had exploratory said there's something out there I can feel it let's go see now that's a different mind from once I see that there's something else there's something different this is special to you because you don't have it there so when you reach the West Indies and different shorelines and Asia and all these places it's so different there's something different about when I get there instead of being able to experience it Mm -hmm. that makes me say I want to take it I want this for me there's, some, there's something about that this instead of being like, I want to enjoy this. I want to and kind of ingrain myself in this and, and, and see what this is. I, I, get, I get all that. But, it, but like what, makes, what clicks and yeah. say, this is mine now? That, that's, that's, I feel, you know what I mean? Like, I, what is that? What the hell is that shit? Sorry, y'all. We oh, went off on a little tangent. So, anyway. Okay. What if, here's another question. Oh, and this is one of those questions um, people have in the middle of their awakening. You know, we talked about those stages mm-hmm. and those phases. This is one of those moments where you're like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> so you nothing. mean to tell me. Right. 
So what if all this really is just an illusion? What if we are, like I said, we are the flower on Horton Hears a Who? What if we are in what, the Matrix? What if we are somebody's Sims game? Oh, bloop! Well, if we are somebody's Sims game, I need to talk to to the person right. who's playing me. We can need to holler. Us, can you make us not have to worry? We need to holler, homeboy. <laughs> but, and what, so what does that mean if it's all illusion? Again, I think the scary part about that is. Then I'm insignificant. Yeah, and you have no control. Right. But then the thing that kind of helps me to not step over the edge and lose my mind is to know that even if it is an illusion, which I do believe, like I do believe we are in the matrix, even despite that, I'm still here for a purpose. And Bam. so me understanding that helps me realize, like, okay, my life isn't significant. Like, I'm here for a reason, I'm here for a purpose. Well, my, I, okay, so I think for me, luckily, by the time I got to the point where I'm like, wait a minute, this is for real, Mr. <laughs> I understood that I had control, yeah. that I had creative control. Full so control. it's almost like, yeah. okay, so so we are a Sims game, but I'm but I'm the programmer from my character. Right. That made I me love that, that analogy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I did like I'm, I'm on the sticks. I, me and me got me. My higher self, my spirit, and my soul are playing my, my character in this in this game, mm -hmm. and that gives me like a little like, okay, all I'm right, all right. Yeah, I'm so all right. but I did. But getting to that, were you just like, wait a minute, hold on, whoa, mm -hmm. this is some bullshit. Some bullshit. Like some boogity bullshit. <laughs> and I saw some comment it said that you know Matrix wasn't just a movie; it was a it was a biography. Yes, yo. <laughs> I'm telling you, the stuff that they show in Hollywood my, my, is not uh, too far fetched. Ex, my ex, he was very much so into the Matrix. I wasn't even into them their movies. He uh, because of him, I've seen all of them quite a few times. The first time I was at way over my head, but I swear. I kind of now that we talk about this, I kind of want to watch it now to yeah. see how I, what I see. Ooh, I think I might do that. <laughs> I need to watch this in this mindset. I'm yeah, I'm damn near scared. Shit, I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, you'll probably see it. You'll be like, wow, damn. okay, yeah, mm -hmm. all right. Y'all watch the Matrix and hit us on DMs on our IG. And, and tell us what, what your interpretation is of the matrix based on what you are, your awakening, and what we talk, what's happening to us in 2021. We want to know. I want to know what y'all think. Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know. Okay, what you got? Um, okay, what if it's true that as I think and speak, I create? Ooh! And what am I creating in my life? Just being able to ask that question. Okay, so, oof, this is a hard one. It's, it's a hard one, but a good one. It's a good one. Because what what if? What if? You know the first thing I started doing was thinking about what do I say about myself? And when you really start thinking and paying attention right. to what you again, it's little shit. We talked about this before. When you make a mistake, you say, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Okay. You are. Bam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm broke. I don't have. I don't wait, look at look at how River is looking at her. I mean, he was just, I mean, see, this cat too smart. He heard me talking. He, he was just staring at you like, 
something. Then you like turn. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not creepy. I'm not creepy at all. Man, my little creepy cat. But, so what am I speaking about myself? Yeah. What do and you I think? Firmly, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And, I mean, now that I think about it, I've always... I mean, I'm, I told you my connection with affirmations a while ago, mm-hmm. and I just, I didn't understand, like, I didn't, they, I didn't call them affirmations, but honestly, like, every negative thing that was spoken to me from my ex-husband, I had to reprogram myself with the exact opposite, mm-hmm. and over time, like, I feel like that built me back up, so I firmly believe that exactly, like, what you think and what you speak, you create, mm-hmm. there's power behind it. Mm. But it's actually, it's also, it's kind of cool. You know, it's like, okay, well, okay, if I am the creator of my life, let me see what I can create. And let me just have exactly. fun with it. And it makes you, as, as you know that I can, you know, affirm my life, mm-hmm. it, it does make you start thinking that, this is one of those times where you have to take accountability for where you yes. are, what your actions are. Yep. You start thinking to yourself, some of the things that have happened in your life, you've spoken to your damn life. And not saying, I want, right. you know, this bullshit relationship. I don't want somebody to hurt my feelings. But when you say stuff like, this motherfucker probably ain't about nothing. Okay. You're right. Why do I always seem to attract blah, blah, blah? Yeah, or if you Why does this good. always yeah. happen to me? Yep. Because you keep bringing it to you. Mm-hmm. And you, and... When you start to think and, and when you start to think, speak, and act in a way that is of attracting what you actually desire in your life, not thinking about what you don't want, and you start seeing how your life adjusts and change, that part I, it's overwhelming. That part, like, like, yes. I, I have had so many moments where my eyes have just started tearing up because I can't, but be, like, I can't believe it. Like, I, that, yes. I mean, I have so many moments of. And I, I mean, even have those, like, even have those moments where I'm thinking back, like, I spoke that over my life. Mm-hmm. I literally said it. And that's why we get so upset when I said it. Like, I knew. And I said it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We yeah. don't think about that. And then we get mad at the person for acting a fool. But we already said they were going to do it. We spoke that energy mm-hmm. in. Like, and then the other thing is, I think, like, what, what if I really can create my life? Is I think, speak, and act like anything? Like, for real, for real, anything? And I, I feel like once you know, 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 that you have the power to create your life, there's something that clicks in your mind that makes you be responsible about what it is that you're creating because you yes. start understanding how you're yes. it. So it's like once you for real yep. get the concept, very few people are going to be like, well, I want all the money in the world because now it's like, it's almost like you, it's almost like having a magic genie and three wishes. You're like, wait a minute, hold on, let me think about this now because I understand that I'm a part of a whole, I'm a part of a collective. There's, there's more intention behind There's that. more intention behind yeah. it when you really start to get that. So I think a lot of people, when we talk about master manifestation, mastering manifestation, they think about 
Well, why don't why aren't you like so rich if you like? But is that what I really want? Right. That's not. I don't want to live in a world where I'm sitting on top of the mountain and the and the collective is beneath me and mm-hmm. hungry and not have. That's not. Right. That's not connection to source. That's not recognizing my I am energy. That's not recognizing that I am energy in in my fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. That's not me recognizing my purpose. And I think when you really, really, really get that 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 that, that we have the power to do that, it adjusts what you your intention changes. Because you, I mean, you know, before I know for a fact, I remember saying like. You know, money doesn't buy happiness. Now I, I would straight tell my mom. It I'd buys be like, your options, though. Right. I used I used to tell my mother. I'd be like, "Well, let let me find out. I'll let you. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> let me see for myself. Let me see for myself. Um, but going back to about attracting certain people into your life. Mm-hmm. I do believe, and let me know what you think. I do believe that even like outside of this lifetime that we wrote certain things into our life that's not going to change. Like, so for my ex, my first ex-husband, like, I was supposed to have that relationship with him even though it was abusive. Mm. It not only taught me some lessons about myself, but it also, we created two amazing children that are here on this earth. So I do feel like there are some things that are kind of just like part of the program or part of the the contract. Um, I don't know. Do you know what I'm? What yeah. I mean? No, I get. Well, so I, and again, this y'all, this is just us and our opinions and our experience. Yeah. I don't know that the how is a part of the contract, but I think the the what is a part of the contract. So if you've come here to learn how to be resilient, if you've come here... so I can see that. Do you know what I mean? So you are going to be presented with opportunities to recognize that resiliency in you. Mm -hmm. And that's for a reason, for another reason, for another reason. But I'm not sure... Again, just me. I'm not sure that it's really come down to the brass acts of, like, you know, you specifically chose to be in an abusive relationship. But I think we did choose the other soul. We had soul contracts with people. And some of those soul contracts are, you're going to teach me a lesson. Yeah. Some of those are, you're going to enlighten me. You're going to bring me to another phase. You're going to be a teacher for me. But I definitely do think we have those type of soul contracts. Mm-hmm. And then that person, that soul chooses a body and being in they are who they are. Yeah. You know, we forget our soul contracts and them being the person that they chose, they're going to fulfill that mission of teaching you this lesson. But I'm not sure we discuss, you know, in, in that planning up front, we have... So maybe it's not that specific person, but it's going to happen regardless. The lesson is going to... The lesson is going to happen. I see. So I, I kind of look at it like, you know those chapter books um, um, when we were younger that you could read and you would pick, like, go through the tunnel or climb the mountain. Yep. I think we have a myriad of options. Oh, I see. How are we going to get to, like, you know, but the end of the book, no matter how they ended up, they learned the lesson. Got it. You know? That's interesting. What do you guys think? Let us know. Um, Okay, here's another what if. What if? What if, you guys? Just for imagine, you really are a manifestation of God. 
of the creator of the source. Like, for real, what if you really are? Yeah. So, you know, I remember when I first heard the concept of uh, someone saying, you know, what up, God? Like, you know, our five percenters, our morals, and they say, you know, I, I, I try to be a five percenter. Huh? I said, I try to be a five percenter. <laughs> like black Hebrew, I was some of everything. But the the con I just remember thinking that was so um the, the first time I was introduced to that concept of us being guys, yep. I was I thought it was so disrespectful. Like oh, how I did too. Dare you you know I what I mean? Just, yeah. But that was that too. was my indoctrination at that time and my program and what I believe. But this was a concept for me that was a as I was going through my journey that took me a minute to that wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> like damn, okay, you taking it a little far. Like, wow, okay, that's what we are. But go down the rabbit hole. What if we really are just? What if, as the Creator said, this is how I choose to do this human experience. So I'm gonna go down here. I want, I want to experience it like this. I want to see what this feels and like. I want to, see, and we represent all those possibilities in this. Like, what if that's really true? For me, I'll tell you, Christy, like, it makes me feel like I have no regrets for any, any I don't care the worst shit that's ever happened to me, is because it makes me feel like, as a God, I wanted to experience that. Mm -hmm. Because, again, in our spiritual selves, when it comes, there's, you know, we have such vastness. But in order to be able to, again, we're always spiritual beings. So we have such vastness and what we're able to experience. And we chose to, ex so if this is just high school, if this is just, you know, like a four-year little blip in our, in our life's journey, what, even the, the bad stuff is something new. It's like, hmm, I've never experienced that before. How, how, how in this form does someone move past this? So it's all novel. It's like, you know, it's literally like, so any of it, all of it, even the things that you think is the worst thing ever, it's like, wow, I got to experience that. Now I'm going to take this spiritual form and go be a flower. Now I'm going to take this spiritual form and go be, you know, Lyrian, uh, you know, what we call aliens. Like, I mean... Now I'm going to take the spiritual form and go be a nebula. Like, seriously, it's just when you can choose, when, when in your spiritual form, you can choose to be anything that you want to be. And I chose this. Like, I, it makes me feel like I kind of get it. I have no regrets. Like, mm -hmm. none. None of it. Not, I agree. Yeah. Not a one Coming bit of it. Yeah. I can look back. There's some stuff now I can laugh about that I used to not be able to laugh about. Like, <laughs> not at all. Now I'm like, hmm. And I say this now. You've heard me say this. I'll be like, boy, when I wrote this story, I, I like drama, huh? I'm for the dramatics. I had a little dramatic square. <laughs> I'm like, shoot, I, I need an award for writing this story because, baby, <laughs> the ups and the downs. So what do you think about it? Like, if you start, if you allow your mind to go, that you really are a manifestation of God. When I first heard the concept, I didn't believe it. And I, too, thought that it was disrespectful. But then as I started to hear more things and, like, really taking a look at the Bible, like, the scripture in the Bible. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We were made in his image. And, like, seriously, things that amazing? people, oh, you know, God. it's like the church doesn't really put it out there like that. But once you start looking at the word and looking at life, like, it just makes so much sense. And then I told you that um, that explanation that I was given during one of my trainings about the, the light coming in the, the window. Yes, and, you know, I love that analogy. And one I, of my favorites. And when she explained that to me, it just, it clicked. Like, it just made so much sense. Mm-hmm. So, but I do. I I really believe that we are. I mean, many manifestors. So, okay. All right. Well, what if I chose this life, body, and all the lessons? So the lessons part is the one that probably fuck a lot of people up. I mean, mess a lot of people up. Sorry, yeah. That's. I'm being better. Girl, you're fine. <laughs> That's hard. But then I also realize, of course, looking at my life now from a different vantage point, now I understand. Like, I had to go through, I had to go through the trials and the tribulations mm-hmm. to climb that mountain. So honestly, to get to where I am now. I mean, I do think there is a significant difference in knowing something and experiencing it. Yes. There's it's like it's a difference between you know between like reading a book and if someone right. tells you about skydiving, you could read a book about about sky. I mean, and be an expert in skydiving. Like, oh my goodness, it's this, it's this. And when you reach this velocity, this happens because you've read a book. But actually jumping out that plane and doing it, there's a huge difference between the two. So your description when you're telling somebody about skydiving after having experienced it as opposed to reading about it, now you're bringing other senses. It's like it's so loud when you're up there. You know, the way the, the wind pulls your face is scary. The way of when, when you're coming down from the drop, your heart drop. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's things that may not have been it in does. the book. My heart was dropping just when you said that because I'm, I was reliving everything again. Yes. <laughs> but the best part is when the parachute opens. Oh my gosh. Like I You're like, <gasps> I thought right. I was a bird. No, like it was just so peaceful and it was so quiet and it was so serene and you can just see everything. I was like, I understand why birds fly. Right. No, so if, but have you know if you studied this subject right oh yeah you wouldn't know what exactly. it felt like you yeah. know you might not be able to describe it as i understand what is you know why birds fly like mm-hmm. it's peaceful up there you know it might be described as you can see everything um it's it's a slow ride down and you could probably say all that but that piece right there is only from experience right so back to whether or not we chose these lessons and all of that some of it we had to go through to truly understand our powers. Mm-hmm. It's my thoughts. I agree. I say. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. And then, oh, this other thing, your body. What if you chose this body? Because body, that is yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why I would choose this body. I see. Okay, so... But you know what it does make me think? Like, I was purposely chosen body. It makes me, like... Actually, that's why I call it temple work. Mm. Because it made me made me think more of... I chose this covering, this sanctuary, to hold in the, my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. So it, it made me feel more of a responsibility to take care of it. Like, wait a minute, hold on. So if I chose this... 
If I said this is the body I want, that means that do I trust myself? Do I think I have good taste? I think I have excellent taste. Impeccable. Impeccable. <laughs> yeah. So if I have such impeccable taste, I need to make sure that I take care of what I chose because now I know what it's housing. Yep. I love that. And so that's why I call it the temple. That's why mm-hmm. I call our work temple work because, mm-hmm. like, this is truly our temple. And, and it's not about, again, I want... I, we could choose any form to look like anything. It's like I wanted to see what it felt like to be in this in this shape. This is a black woman shape. I want I wanted to know what that was, mm-hmm. and this is what I chose. And so, when you and if you th- apply that to everybody, do you know how difficult it is for you to think somebody else is not attractive? Who the hell are you? So you think you're not attractive because basically that's you in another form. Like who like. Do you know what I'm mean? like? We're yeah. so detached from that. Like when I think about the oneness, that's what I think about. That's you in another form. That you can so have appreciation yeah. for it. Like I chose it to experience it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, in this human form, I may not get it. I may not understand, or I may look at it and judge it. But when you start connecting to the oneness of all, you understand that's just me in another form. So it's almost like I, now I can see people in wonder like man I chose to do that too I wonder what that's like as opposed to looking at it like what the (laughs) (laughs) what skip that diddly damn is going on (laughs) like I chose that like there's a piece of me Mm -hmm. uh, that where I come from that chose that broke off in that sun ray that came through that shade that that sun ray chose to be like look like that live like that it makes me more that's why i talked about that human library it makes me more interested in knowing and Mm -hmm. and and like damn can i get a little experience today too tell me about it as opposed to looking at it like Mm. "Ah." right yeah i wish more people would have that understanding it takes time. It does take time. You know, because people piss you off. Like, let, let's, let's keep it real. And at that Some point of us are messed, like, I don't like thinking, y'all. Right, you, and you're not thinking, like, you are a part of me. And right, no. Like, like I'm, I'm not going to I'm gonna keep it 100 real. Like, I don't even like you like that. Like, for real. That's not an everyday thing. But when we, when I do have the opportunity to take, you know, just kind of being myself and I don't allow, I don't allow, when I do not allow myself to get caught up in this is my life as opposed to this is my life right now in this moment when I when I don't allow myself to get caught up in in understanding the the divinity of who I am and I don't feel like that I feel like get the hell away from me (laughs) I understand how easy it is to divide us as 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 beings super easy especially in this form right super easy like you know what? And then, and then, what also could happen is even this. Oh, and this is a part. Even when you have this understanding, you're still a human walking around this world with a bunch of people who don't have that understanding. So you can be all kumbaya, and like I understand, but somebody else is is still on some conquer and after world and blah 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 and yolo. Right. You, you got to respond to that. So it's not always easy, but I will tell you having those moments of, damn, we really do come all from the same thing. There's a certain peace that you're able to have when you remember that. 
it, it's e- even if it's a short-lived moment, mm-hmm. there is something about when you do have that moment, I feel like there will be a time for the collective when it's time for the ascension of all of us that we'll have to be able to pull on that remembering. So, yeah, we may not keep it all the time, but there's something, like, that you'll be able to be like, oh, wait, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all, come on, let's hold hands. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think deja vu is. Oh, yes. Like, us remembering. Yes, yes, absolutely. That feels so familiar. Um, Deja vu used to creep me out. I love it now. Really? Oh, yeah, it used to creep me out. I was like, what the? (laughs) I don't like this. Like, damn, I feel like I'm being like, wait, what? (laughs) Because it made me feel, I was like, I was weird. Like, I would have some very strong deja vu. Like, no, I know for a fact. I'm like, right here. Like, I, I something like would click in my head, and I would think I was losing it. Like, for real, just going. So I just shut up. It used to creep me out. Now I'm like, ooh, I'm here. <laughs> ooh. What did we do while we were here? Tell me. Tell me more. <laughs> that is so funny. But what got you to that point? Okay, I am getting off tangent. But what got no. you to that point? From being afraid to now just fully embracing it, like, ooh, this is exciting. Because because I, I understand that I'm a manifestation of God. So, like, oh, being a, take deja vu is like remembering another experience as yourself, as your as your as the manifestation of God. It's like, oh, we chose this another way, another time, and and it's like being reminded. Mm-hmm. That's exciting as shit yeah. to me. And especially for somebody who likes a little adventure in my life, I'm like, ooh, and it, it, it I mean. I feel like in this time, a lot of us, in order to 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 fulfill our purpose in this time, in in this in this galaxy's time, in the multiverse's time, there's a big shift. Um, I think it, there's a call for us, for all of the manifestations of our souls, to kind of come into this one body. So when I start to remember things in different times and different beings of who I am, and I mean, I have, I've remembered a lot of stuff, like been there, um, and even beyond human form, that that makes me feel, that makes me feel better, that I can, it makes me, it makes me feel better, like, okay, I'm remembering for a reason, I'm remembering for a purpose. No, I definitely agree. So I'm I'm gonna admit. So the the what ifs that you came up with mm-hmm. were mind blowing and very deep. So I came with some very simple ones. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not simple. None um, of this is simple. But so okay. What if manifest- five five five? Ooh, yeah. Freaking time, girl. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so what that. if manifesting really isn't so hard? And I think that's another thing too. Like there are so many people are like, well, I don't understand. Like, can you uh, can you teach me how to manifest? Can mm-hmm. you show me how to manifest? Um, but Thank like you. once you understand the concept that we are creators, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's like, well, I can manifest anything. And like when we met initially, you were saying, well, just try with some small stuff. Like try with a parking spot or try Girl. with you know, VIPZ. Right. And it when I tell you it works. <laughs> It works. And so I once I started with something small and I moved up and got to larger things, I was like, wow, manifesting really isn't hard. It's all about your vibration, how yes. you speak to yourself, how you speak into the world, and what you are envisioning for your life. I mean, and seriously, and I think trying some of the small stuff. Thank you, Kai. 
It's on the door in the hallway, I think. Pretty sure. Someplace around there. So you can just give me this. Oh, so no, you're fine. Yeah, the video, yeah. Um, so I'll tell you one of the biggest things is with manifest with manifestation is, yes, it is, um, it's not, hey, River, it's not, it's not hard at all. It's like you're visualizing, but it's actually feeling what it is that you'll feel like when you get what it is that you desire. Yes. So that's where I think gratitude comes in. When we talk about gratitude, it's like, you know, getting, um, gratitude makes what you have enough. Yes. So when you think about how am I going to feel when I have the home that I'm wanting, the land that I want, you like that excitement, feeling those, like actually feeling what that feels like, it's because everything is energy brings that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think? I mean, do you really think manifestation is that hard? No, like, once you understand that it's all about just training your brain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, don't, I don't think... I mean, that's why I started with something small once I realized... Seriously, do start with something small. Once I, once I was able to, like, once I was able to do the small for a couple of times, I realized I was like, oh, okay, so now it just makes sense. It's all about my vibration, what I'm thinking about, and the energy that I'm, I'm keeping around me. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It really isn't hard, but it is hard if you make it hard. Like, again, anything that follows after I am is Come going on. to be true. Ooh, so know. if you believe that it's going to be hard, it will be hard. You have to watch your words. Yep. Your, your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Yep. I've been working on my road rage because I don't want to <laughs> attract more rage to me. <laughs> you road rage? Girl. <sighs> I got to breathe that out. For real, for real. Because what I did. Well, the first step is acknowledging. Yes, I mean, I just, I catch myself getting up. I don't like it when I could be having a great day and somebody does something just real terrible. Like, I immediately start cursing people. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. Just stop. You let them take your whole energy. Nope. You don't even know them. Stop it. Just. That's true. <sighs> but, okay, y'all go ahead. Wherever you go must be more important where I want to go. And I'm not, because I, right. you know what I mean? Like, I have to genuinely make a hard stop. Like, like smack someone, my hand. I had some guy, like, give me the finger. I was like, bye, okay. Have a great day. Of course, he hated me even more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. What you got next? What if I really do have spiritual guides or a spiritual, or a spiritual team to help me along the way? Shit, hell. I tell you this, when I first started trying to understand that concept, my first question, <laughs> numero uno, was where the hell y'all been? <laughs> <laughs> where the hell y'all been? Because if you there, like, for real, for real. So you just let me trip all these times? I mean, bumped all my head. <laughs> I got all type of pumpkin heads and scars. Oh, and y'all just been here just watching? Like, is this funny to you? I'm snickering in the They're background? Like, we trying to help you, but, you know. You wouldn't acknowledge us. Free will. Right? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, this thing, this free will thing right. really kind of got us in a jam, homie. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, but, yeah. <laughs> What do you think? 
I believe it. I mean, I've always thought, I've always felt angels around me, and I've always felt something around me. Not understanding that it was like my, my spiritual guides and mm -hmm. possibly loved ones, but I firmly believe it. Well, heck, my thing is, how do I call y'all in? Like, if, you, if you're, okay, fine. Let's go down that rabbit ring, hole. Ring, ring, I get, ring. like, do, is there a number, an email? Is there an app, a text? How do I call these spiritual guides in? And so, to me, that, that's, you know, that's a place where you start exploring. Real, yeah, that's a real question. That's, that's a, that, no, that's real a talk. Real and so, question. a lot, some people are, um, have rituals. It really, I, I honestly, truly, 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 honestly believe there is definitely not one way to call oh, any of your guides. Yeah. I think that whatever it is that you are drawn to naturally is for a reason. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you're like, okay, this, chanting isn't for me. However, you know, making a sacrifice is for me. Like, you know, there, in, a, in some cultures, if you don't make a sac some type of sacrifice, then, you know, that you're not honoring them. For some cultures, you, you know, the... The chanting gets you into a, a certain mind state and bring in certain brain waves. I can't remember which ones is which right now. That, you know, open you up a little bit more. Um, some believe in, you know, calling in light. Some believe in burning. I mean, there are so many different ways. But I think there's something to be said about whatever works for you. Yep. It's, and that's for a reason. that yep. You know, that's trusting the intuition. I agree. But, but for real, y'all... So let, let's let's dispel that rumor because I would tell you this: all these things that we brought up, we believe. So let's just get that out. But again, because we are here to have these type of conversations and be a sacred space for people who are going through the journey, we know, we know, know. Like I remember asking these questions and being like, "Okay, that sounds stupid to me. <laughs> like disrespectful. How could you say that? Why? Oh my goodness." But allowing myself to go down, just like, okay, well, shit, what if? Yeah. Ha has helped me to, to grow and mature. And I will tell you this, too. One thing that also helped me, because I can be a little ornery and a little stubborn, is, like, somebody could tell me something that I'm not familiar with that makes me feel uncomfortable, but I'm interested, but I can't let you tell me. Let me go do this myself. Let me oh, go I do some do research. Let me... Let me think about this. Let me, you know, because to me, that's how you find what's authentic right. to you. Yep, I agree. And so when someone's trying to force something on you and tell you this is the only way and you're trying to make yourself fit into that and it doesn't feel right, it, it then you like, okay, you know what? So that's why. This, because it's stupid. Yeah. Because you're not allowing yourself to be your authentic self in your journey. I think that's one of the most important things, whatever, wherever you are in your awakening and remembering in your journey you have to like yes you go to people to help you to open up but if somebody's trying to tell you how you are supposed to do it in the way you're doing it is wrong run right run it's like for real <laughs> i but, always when you know when i have clients that always ask for like advice or guidance on something i'm like there is no right or wrong way to this it is right i can tell you what would work for me but right. but i could also help you to, to open up mm -hmm. to answer these questions for yourself because right. I truly you know Chris and I we talk about this all the time I'm, I'm not I'm not your master but I'm here to help you be your master right and that's I it like that. mm -hmm. that's it that's all but see I've always come from the position where it's like okay before I can make an educated guess as far as whether I'm going to or not going to 
let me be open enough to explore it and yes. figure it out for let myself. Me, yes, let me, let me seek some yeah. things out. Let me, you know, I got a couple of questions. And then, you know, and, and this is another thing. Be open to, to if there are opposing sides on the issue. Look at both sides. Like, for real, genuinely with an open mind and an open heart. And just say, hmm. Because you may find, okay, I'm someplace in the middle here. Mm-hmm. Or this resonates with me. It's all about what feels good to you. And, I mean, what type of world we would live in if everybody didn't feel the need, once they come to the position that they are in, the need to mandate, <clears throat> enforce. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Their views on other people. Because I truly feel like if you've really gotten to a place authentically, you understand how important it is for people to get their authenticity. Oh, absolutely. But when you have been indoctrinated to some shit, you feel like you need to indoctrinate others. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Next. Boom, bang, bop. <laughs> okay, so what if I am the one charged with healing ancestral trauma in my family? Ooh, Christy, I can't. I don't want to. What do you think? Absolutely. She said absolutely. Yeah, like a lot of times but if you think about it. what does that mean it, for you on a day-to-day basis? I don't want the responsibility. What does that mean? So I don't necessarily think that's my, part of my journey. Right, but I'm, you know what I <laughs> but mean? But for others it is, yeah. and I've seen it. Um, and I, I definitely believe, like, there are some families where there is a person that has their awakening. Everyone else is kind of doing their thing, and they have some healing they have to do. For a, a DNA line. Yes. So for an entire gener like for generations. So let's keep it one hundred. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Oh Jesus. Okay, look. I think in, in my mind, in this human mind, I'm like it is difficult enough doing it for you. Yes. But for other people. And as I'm coming into this journey and realizing purpose, and then you trying to tell me, oh, and by the way. Welcome, welcome over here. I know it's a little scary. Oh, and by the way, you're doing this for, you know, a squad. That is take your breath away overwhelming. So how how do, because I'm going to tell you something. That can scare people from continuing the journey because I don't want to be responsible. Like, nope, mm-mm. It's almost like I don't want to be responsible for somebody else's kids. Hold on now. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Because if something happens, now I'm responsible. Yeah. And that could feel a little scary. But then you wouldn't be in that position if you couldn't Bam. be trusted. Bam. Thank you. Not only if you couldn't be trusted, but if you didn't know that you could do it. You would literally not be the generational curse breaker if when you created this form and chose this body and chose this story and chose these lessons that you weren't setting yourself up to be yes. that. That part. And many of you listen to this podcast, you are charged with that responsibility. Yes. There's oh, there are a lot of generational curse breakers out here. Ooh, I just got you. Like for real. Yes. And and sometimes that can be overwhelming if we're being honest, just like, but I don't I don't wanna do that. Can I I just want a smooth, easy and but know that that's that's not your ride because you didn't make it so. You decided, like, okay, you came through the doors like boom bip. This is what I'm about to do. I'm cutting this off now. There's no more of that BS. Here I come, and I'm ready. Understand you chose that. Yeah. That is true. Okay. What if... Uh-huh, uh-huh. My life was or is 
so difficult because I have a greater responsibility to help others. Okay, so you know what I think about Christy. I think we all have a greater responsibility and it's easier for us to accept that when we understand that not to is to deny who we are as part of the collective. Yep. I, like, I really do think so. You said that not to? Like, if yeah, if we don't... When we don't recognize or, you know, understand that we are literally all from the same place and we're a part of a collective, like literally a manifestation of the same dang thing, um, it's hard to say to feel like we have a greater responsibility to help others. Now, here's the thing. That can be interpreted in many different ways. Some people will interpret that something like, okay, so it's my job to make sure that you eat. It's my job to take from other, you know, to say, hey, everybody put in in the pot and we distribute to everybody. Or it's my job to push you, to, you know, to, to make you, like, if people can take that the same way. Yeah. But some people will look at, take this and say, okay, I've had this trying time in my life because I'm here to, and I've gotten over it because I'm here to help other people see themselves too. Ding, ding. That part. Well, and we say this all the time, healed people heal people. Ooh, girl, come on now. So it's like, I mean, I feel like it's almost like an innate responsibility. Once you go through your own healing, you help other people go through the yes. same process. Because, because in a healed state, you cannot help but have compassion. Mm. It's you In a healed state, you, it's like, oh, I know what this is. I see this. I remember this. So people are like, mm. ooh. Oof. It's a compassion on another level because, like, I know exactly what that is. I didn't do it the same way that you're doing it, but in this heel state, I know exactly what that is. Okay. Ooh. What's your takeaway, friend? Um. Um. So, my takeaway would just be remain open. Yes. I mean, spirituality can be what, whatever you want it to be. I think if your intentions and your heart is pure, then your journey will be pure and other people that will resonate with other people, that you will attract those people. Um, but just remain open because we just, yeah. we honestly never know. We don't know. At least I don't remember. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I, I think like my big takeaway is, especially in a time that we're experiencing spiritually as a collective mm -hmm. and even experiencing you know on this 3d plane like physically on this 3d plane if it's uncomfortable things are being shaken up so this is the perfect opportunity for you to allow yourself to explore like you know what clearly the stuff that i thought was was what it was is not what it was but what else could it be mm -hmm. and so the takeaway for me is you guys remember we get to create what it could be. Yes. Just so allow yourself to That's even important. go to the beautiful thing that it could be because we created this because we all are part of the same thing. And we created this for a reason. We created this chaos. We But there is a reason behind this. And we, we believe, Christy and I believe this is because it is time for the consciousness system. It's a we are moving to another dimension. So as 
raise the consciousness type of shit. <laughs> we say it every freaking yeah. episode. That is like we truly believe that, okay, you guys? So And we live it. And we live it. And we read facts. It. So how what is your role in raising the consciousness? Alright. So, okay, our temple work. Um, so you guys, we're going back to our journals this week. And so we're going to, I want you guys to go into your journals and just come pontificate, wax poetically, this question, what if I truly can create my world? Seriously, what if you, like, what if, like, what if you had complete control over Air, the people that you're around, the air that you breathe, around the food that you eat, around the, around the um, your physical being. What if you had complete control over how you felt, what you thought about, what you focused on, what you did for a living, how you served? Any and all of that. How would you change? What are three things that you would change about your life right now knowing mm. that you have the power to create? Three things right now. If you're like, wait a minute, hold on. I got manifestation powers. I'm a whole God. Well, shoot. Let me what? take these. Let me erase this, this, and this because this is not of my divine self. Three things. That's y'all temple work for the week. Mm, I like that. What's our crystal of the week? The crystal of the week. All right. Um, Priyani. This week's featured crystal is Priyani. Is mm-hmm. that how you pronounce it? Because some people call it... Different thing. I don't know how. I'm, I'm usually, usually it's like what I think it is. Usually, epidote is with creonine, but mm. the is the the crystal element is earth and water. It's good for the solar plexus and heart chakra. Mm-hmm. And so, creonine connects one to the heart of nature, encouraging a link between our hearts and the heart of the planet. It is excellent for intuition and magic, as it connects one to the current of natural power all around us. Yes. Working with this crystal can offer um, a reflective, calm vantage point from which one can explore the nature of one's experience. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about life experience. Um, It facilitates a heart-centered connection to all creation because, again, we are one. The earth element aspect of Priyani stabilizes energy flow in the body, helping one to feel less nervous or less strained. It supports healing, particularly where there is imbalance in the circulatory system or blood. Um, the water element aspect of Priyani facilitates the expression of emotions of or thoughts and helps one communicate in a non-judgmental way. And again, if we are all looking at each other as if you are me and I am you, then we are... We are working to not be judgmental in that way. Because if I judge you, I'm judging myself. It helps one consider the impact of one's words before speaking and quiets those who talk excessively. So have you worked with this crystal before? I'm looking it up right now. I I feel like I have. Yes. I just don't remember my experience in working with this. But I think I have a... Wait... Wait, is that a is that a, a finger stone, a worry stone? Mm-hmm. I actually think I ha- oh, I think I have a worry stone. Oh, you do? You know, like one of these. Yeah. This wow, this actually look, this kind of feels like one. Kind of. It doesn't have like the dip. Yeah. But that was actually one of the first crystals that I've ever worked with. Because it looks like it has herbs and stuff encased in it. <laughs> That's why you like it. It does look like THC in here. 
Mm-hmm. And, and if you know me, you know. <laughs> look how my look at look at look at you. Christy mm-hmm. loves the herbs. That's exactly what this looks like. Yeah, I love it though. And actually, um, so what I had. Use it for? So I was using this to like dig deeper in like spiritual realms and connect mm-hmm. better with myself and spirit. Um, but interesting, when I was in Lake Tahoe, so when we started. So I'm a hypochondriac in my human form, and I guess in the spiritual spiritual form, I, I have issues with people just putting the energy on me. Okay. So when I was in my certification, um, we were exchanging, like we were practicing our angelic Reiki, and this one girl, who I love absolutely, I was just like, I don't know where your energy's been. Like, I just don't know you. I don't know right. you. Right. And so she worked on me, and she said that she saw like a demon or something come up. My girl. Man. And I was like, what? And so after that, I just had, like, I didn't want anyone touching me. I was very uncomfortable. And then one of the teachers gave me one to put in my bra. And I was like, okay, I feel better. She's like, this would be good for you for trusting and to Mm -hmm. create that boundary around you. But Mm. I don't work with on a regular basis, though. Mm -hmm. It's not one of my regulars. I think I have, I'm pretty sure I have a palm on someplace around here. But I have not worked on it. Um, But it's a beautiful stone. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll try uh, when I'm trying to. Maybe I'll use that in meditation and see how that feels. Yeah, do that. Um, so message for the week. We'll post something. I don't have anything right now. I feel like we've been talking for like two hours. <laughs> like how long has it been? It has been an hour and nine minutes. Really? <laughs> I'm high. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm when I say I feel like it's been like three hours. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, but I understand the weed time. Yes. It's a real thing. So, you guys, um, thank you. Yeah. Please hit us up. No, seriously. As always, hit us up. We have, um, we want to hear from you. Oh, should we share the wine? Someone asked oh. us. They're like, you guys share the crystals and share the message of the day. But and we'll post the a picture wine? of it, too. Today, we are drinking a, um, oh, wait, bring that over so I can... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's a little rosé Côte d'Oran Côte d'Oran You know me always gets the fancy stuff I will get the stuff from Trader Joe's <laughs> Or Aldi Well you know it's. I wanted to get a rosé because I mean it's the end of August Rosé season is kind of almost over It's time to get back into our reds And Christy loves a good red Yes, I do. So I think this is a nice little Um Transition. Uh, Le Vieux Rosé. I took French, y'all. I think I'm supposed to be living there. Um, it's beautiful. It has a, a picture of a pretty little bird on its Le Vieux Vieux. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those who are Francophiles will understand. Did you say Vieux Vieux? Vieux Vieux. Do you remember that Fred Flintstone when he said his name? I shan't repeat my name. Just call me Mr. <laughs> so whenever I can't remember someone's name, I'm like, hello. <laughs> so um, this we'll, we'll post a picture yeah, of we'll you guys. Obviously, we enjoyed it because it's empty. It's gone. Go ahead, Chris. Take an empty picture. All right. It's gone. But thank you guys again right. for listening. And uh. You guys, woo! 
Make sure to like, share, Today and subscribe. Today is August 31st. That means tomorrow is a new month. And OMG. It's about to be lit. Yes. <laughs> to the max, to the max, to the max, to the max. Yep. All right. Follow us Don't on forget. our IG page yep. at Two Queens Crystal Things. Again, that's it. Two Things Crystal Things. Keep a little content out there for y'all. Hit us up on the DMs. We answer everybody. We really do. Everybody. So, you know, seriously, we answer everybody. So we appreciate you guys reaching out. If you have a question for the queens, yep. we will um, answer that on our next week's episode. So uh, hit us up, you guys. And make sure you follow my sister, my podcast partner, Ed Christy R. Edwards. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-R. Edwards, E-D-W-A-R-D-S, yes. on IG, my healing queen, she makes, gets my chakras right, and gets me together, so I hit her up, you guys. Uh, thank you. And my soul sister, you must follow her, Mia, I already told you, she is the queen of Akashic Records. <laughs> I mean, even the person that we've gone to for Akashic Records, when she read her Akashic Records, she was like, whoa. So yeah, you definitely want to go see healers. her. I like I like reading for the healers. I do. Also, she is a phenomenal Reiki practitioner, sound healer, and now she is rolling out her new modality, the dragonfly. Yeah. Oh, you guys, wait a minute. Oh yeah, talk about it. What's up? So oh, so follow me at Wings Unleashed four 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 because I totally just cut you off. Oh, I didn't get a chance. My to bad. Say no, that. it's totally my fault because I just remember at Wings Unleashed four four four. But wait, so you guys. Um, September 12th mm-hmm. is that the date Christy and I are doing our hosting a sound healing uh, bath class yep. um, at is it Tejas? Tejas Tejas Yoga Studio in Chicago here um, it's our first one it's already sold out you guys it and out. there's a, a waiting list so we're going to do this again um, yes. you know if we don't fall on our faces but we're doing it's so, we're so excited we about won't this. of course we won't we're so excited about doing this for our group of people. It's going to be a very meditative healing session that uh, we're doing together. So, you guys, please, uh, so if you're in Chicago, uh, call Tejas and let us know. Let them know you want us to come back so we can do. We'll do yeah. it again. And this, and this is for the first time that we're doing this. We decided to donate all the proceeds from the class to. Girls in the game. Thank you. I had to look up what was I was about to say gang girls. It's okay. a nonprofit organization teaching girls about leadership skills, health, sports and fitness. It's actually a really great organization, especially for girls that have limited access to after school activities and just healthy after school programming. So So you know the Queens like to give back because we want everybody to have their own queen and kingdoms and understand yes. who they are. So yes. we decided to donate all of the proceeds. To the, um, that organization, Girls in the Game. So, so thank you. Anyway, yes. guys, we love you. Love you too. And one, 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 one. Light, peace, love, and, and soul. soul. Till next week. All right, bye, guys. Bye.